everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here at Boca Ciega Bay. This is the weekly weather for the week of May 22 to May 29th, 2022. And we are heavy duty in eclipse season. So if you're kind of feeling it and you're going, oh my goodness, there's all this stuff coming up. The eclipses are here. The eclipses are here. One of the beauties of eclipse season is it helps us really get clear on things. Uh, I was talking to someone the other day and, and she said, you know, you keep saying release and move forward, release and move forward. But I, I'm, I'm, I, I miss my old life. And I'm like, oh, I want to be better. want to be a little clearer about that. Because I said, well, the old life is gone, right? But you can take the new stuff with you, the new, the stuff that you value, you cherish, you whatever. You don't have to give up everything. What you're really giving up is the stuff that doesn't serve you anymore. And so if we look at it that way, then we can be a little gentle with this releasing process. Doesn't have to be dramatic, doesn't have to be like, oh, God, that's done and I can never go back again. It's it's recognizing the service that it paid you, the service it gave you, the connection you made through it, blessing it, thanking it, and then just saying, and I'm, I'm going to leave now, but I'm carrying you with me in my heart, because the North Node is in Taurus, and Venus is in Aries, saying you're going to go with me. You know, you're in, you're in, part of you is packed inside, always, never goes away, but the part that holds me back psychologically the part that makes me afraid, the part that makes me fearful, that's the part I want you leaving behind and not looking back in or going in it. You know, the other day I was working on, I've been working on releasing some stuff in my own life and I delved into something and I was really working on releasing and I did a little ritual of releasing and saying go and then I woke up in the morning the next day and I thought of something else. And I went, wow, there's some stuff in there. That's like another thing surfaced once I released the thing I was stewing about. Same concept, same theme emerged, right? That's what eclipses do. And I'm like, I hadn't thought about that in years, but it came right up. That south note is burbling things to our roof, to our future, to us, for us to look at. Now this week, as we go from the full moon to the new moon, is a very turbulent week, and I know you're getting, you're getting a little tired of the turbulence. You might even be feeling super exhausted. Remember, right now Mars is at the very last degrees of Pisces, so he is just at the last degree, the last sign of the zodiac, and he's like, I am so tired. I'm just so exhausted. I'm so oh. So you want to kind of let. <laughs> you know, allow yourself to indulge, go to bed, you know, don't, don't do things, just give yourself a little extra space and time. But what's going to happen this week? We have planets changing signs. We have Mercury going back into Taurus. Remember, he's retrograde, but he's making his second of three trines to Pluto. Stuff's going to surface, psychological stuff, stuff you need to deal with little drama perhaps because of the triangle energy. Remember Pluto rules Scorpio, co-rules Scorpio. Then we're also going to have Venus going into Taurus where she's going to be until June 23rd. And then we have Mars going into Aries where he's going to be until July 5th. And then we have um, Vesta going into Pisces where Vesta is going to be there until February 9th of next year 
2023. So we've got those planets all shifting, and of course Mercury's retrograde shifting into Taurus, so he's kind of, you know, going back and reviewing stuff still until he goes direct next week on June 3rd. But think about it. We've got Venus in her rulership now. We're going to have Mars in his rulership tonight, or Tuesday night. Uh, and we're going to have Mercury when he goes direct, and he goes back into Gemini in his rulership. So the three personal planets are going to be in their favorite signs while the Sun is in Gemini. So this is a very helpful aspect, because Sun in Gemini always invites us to look at the choices we have, the options we need to look at and understand. So this week, while the eclipses are shifting and releasing and releasing, the planets are going, hey, you know, we're moving into new territory now. You're ready to come with us? You're ready to come with us on the planets we like the best? Mars doesn't like being in Pisces, but boy, does he love being in Aries. Venus doesn't like being in Aries, but boy, does she love being in Taurus. Mercury's not a huge fan of Taurus, but boy, does he love being in Gemini. Uh, so when we have this energy, and Vesta, of course, home and hearth, how do you nurture your home and hearth and help it be creative and forward motion and new direction for you in terms of where you're going? This conference will now be recorded. All right, that was a pause for station identification. <laughs> Um, so forward we go. At any rate, Vesta in Pisces, as you might guess, I have a house guest. My sister is visiting for the week with her husband, and that was her stopping by to say goodbye. She was going out for a walk. I'm like, don't interrupt me when I'm in the middle of my recording. Uh, whatever. What are you going to do? Um, the, the flora and fauna of your life come forward and speak. And my sister is, uh, it's her birthday today, May 23rd. So, um, so we watch these energies go forward. So our first stop here is, of course, recognizing the eclipses are here. And so first thing that happened last night was Mercury retrograded back into Taurus. We see Mercury there retrograding. We see he's approaching a trine to Pluto, right? See the trine coming in? This is past two. He was here last year on April 28th, right as the eclipses were happening. On, uh, remember the eclipses were April 30th so Mercury-Pluto trine was part of the eclipse now we're here as we're releasing and he's back telling you more information his third trine to Pluto will be on June 10th Mercury trine Pluto revealing secrets telling you stuff you need to know kind of a forward motion giving you information hey did you know about this and so pay attention to messages things you hear this week through next week through June 10th and then when Mercury goes direct next week on June 3rd uh, then he goes into Gemini and then we're going to have the three personal planets in their favorite signs which is really a juicy time to launch stuff so that's helpful so we see this trine you see the Mercury here trining Pluto it's forming what we call a minor grand trine which is a trine between Mercury and Pluto and then they're both sextile to Mars and Jupiter here at the last degree of Pisces. Minor grand trines are juicy little things. They get stuff accomplished. There's a working aspect to them. Now, obviously, if you're really not up for it, you can go to bed. You don't have to work. But with this energy, there's a little push to go, hey, maybe we can go forward. And of course, Mars is in aspect to this for a while. So there's a nice energy here of the two. You know, he's going to go into Aries and still be an aspect to them. So he leaves Pisces and he takes the energy of the last two years 
because he spends about two years in a sign, and he zooms into Aries, and he goes, next. So that minor grand trine's a good, solid, working trine for us to get things accomplished, and earth and water things build things, and air and fire minor grand trines have ideas for things. So this is a working working trine. It wants you to build something, so kind of focus on what you're going to build. Next up, Vesta enters Pisces. That happens on May 24th, and as I mentioned, she's going to be in Pisces until February 9th of 2023. Now, Vesta's up here in the home and hearth thing. What that means is she's going to be in Pisces, and then she's going to go retrograde back into Aquarius, and then she's going to go back into Pisces, leaving it February 9th. So Vesta is the home and hearth planet. You can see she's high. She's next to Saturn. This is an excellent aspect for starting health routines, diet routines, new ways of doing things for your body, for your home, for your office, for your health. The things that nurture and sustain you. Setting up a regular emotional ritual every day. You know, where you get up and pray in the morning, or you do your yoga, or you go out and sit in the backyard and you look at nature with your cup of tea. Vesta wants you to connect in on a spiritual level because she's in Pisces. She wants you to connect into your spirit. So the more you can develop rituals that support that spiritual connection, and you can see, of course, there's a minor grand trine here with Pluto and Mercury, which is also in a square to Vesta. So Mercury is suggesting, you know, it would be helpful if you did that. If you if you did something where you were working on your self-care, Mars, of course, is the anoretic degree of Pisces, very psychic portal, very psychic intuitive feeling. So that's part of, you know, taking this little bit of time every day and giving yourself something that supports you and helps you grow, helps you guide. We also see... Um, Venus moving forward here in Aries, she's going to have a sextile to Saturn. And when she has that sextile to Saturn this week, the two of them are kind of figuring out stuff about how they're going to work together. So there's a kind of a, a push forward for that. And then later in the week, Venus will have a square to Pluto where she kind of says, okay, I'm kind of done with that whole triangle drama, moving on. So giving her permission to move on. We also see Eris and Venus meeting up, usually that's an angry outburst. So, you know, if you're having angry outbursts in your environment, your job is to go, okay, there's an angry outburst. What am I going to do with it? And you don't have to do anything. You just have to, you just have to honor it. You just have to go, okay, I'm going to honor the angry outburst. It's, I'm a little annoyed. You don't have to act on it, but recognize the annoyance and then say, okay, what is the path of grace? And if we can do that, that helps a lot. Next up is Mars entering Aries. So now when he enters Aries, he is going to enter Aries on May 24th at night. And you can see he's right next to the moon. And the moon is right next to Jupiter. This is a very explosive aspect. Mars, moon, Jupiter there. Mars and moon square Uranus on a world point. Big news day. You know, people were writing me, when did I think the Supreme Court thing would be released? I'm like, well, it could be, I mean, usually the court releases at 10 in the morning. <laughs> it could be, they say, hey, we're releasing things on Wednesday morning uh, when Mars is right on there. You know, so we'll see. But it's it's a volatile, angry, irritated aspect. 
um, and you know we know that when it's in that kind of mood we're kind of going to run into something that's volatile angry and maybe not listening very well remember our mercury is retrograde trying to pluto people are very aware of very old wounds pluto is on the nodes right he's talking to the nodes of fate we're triggering the eclipse degree because remember the mercury pluto first trine was on april 28th right before the eclipse so there's old stuff being released again old psychological stuff you don't have to carry it with you anymore you just have to go wow that got really triggered i'm in a really emotional space and now i need to understand what that next chapter is going to be for me and again no right or wrong it's your choice your options your ideas but watching that old baggage surface, like I did when I woke up and I remembered something, I, I mean, I hadn't really forgotten it. I just hadn't taken it into consideration. And up popped all this anger about it. And I'm like, wow, well, that's in there too, huh? Dig it out, dig it out. Mars, moon, dig it out. When it surfaces, dig it out. You want to release the toxins. You want to get them out of your system. Also, because of these aspects, and we are in eclipse season, any kind of funky health thing, to the doctor immediately. Do not fool around. Do not pass go. Just go, okay, I'm feeling bad. Let me go get it checked. Because Mercury trining Pluto brings old stuff back, old infections, old opportunities for shifting uh, things back into old forms, and really, really maintaining, maintaining, and not slipping. Again, it is a big aspect for slipping. People feeling like, I, you know, I used to be really good at it, you know, and I'm now, <laughs> now I'm feeling like I want to pick up again. Back into the rooms, back into your plans, help yourself, support yourself, trust the energy. It's very swirly. It's saying, do you really want to go back? No, 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 no. You know what you learn. Take the lessons, but don't take the harm. Don't take the pain. Don't take any of that. Just honor it, bless it, release it into that south node of Scorpio, and give yourself permission to move forward. Next up, we have the, as I mentioned earlier, we have the Mercury trine Pluto exact. That happens on Wednesday, and you can see Mercury's 28-26, trining Pluto 28-26, Mars and Jupiter around the world point. This is a feisty communications. We already been getting talk. It's already been chatting with us, but it's feisty, feisty. And so whatever surfaces, Moon and Aries, Mars coming to Jupiter there. See that Mars-Jupiter conjunction about to happen. And remember with Mars, we feel it as he's flying in. Mars is on a world point. Uranus is on a world point. This is world news, big world news and your own life too, but public, very public energy, wanting to tell the story, wanting it to be released. So you want to kind of watch that, and that's going to be Wednesday. Like I said, this is a big, volatile week. We think, oh, the eclipses are actually over. Yeah, they are, but as Mars goes through and the planets go through and go, oh, that's what happened, and we, we revise, you know, so the new moon, which we had on April 30th, saw us to see things, the full moon caused things to erupt, and now we're releasing and moving on. The eruption was important for us to release the toxins so we can go forward. 
Then finally, Venus enters Taurus, that's next Saturday, and when she goes into Taurus, again, the sign of her rulership. She loves being in Taurus. It's one of her happy places. So she's in charge of the moon and Uranus. Uranus is still on the world point for another degree, but he's off the degree of exactitude. And you can see the moon Uranus meet up. Athena is on the same point that the eclipse was on from April 30th. So the April 30th story surfaces again. Like I said, this is a working eclipse. It is not an easy eclipse. Got a lot of work in it. It says work again, work again. And as the planets erupt into their new vision, their new version, we see it. We also see as Mercury, or sorry, as Venus enters Taurus, <clears throat> we also see the Sun in Mercury, uh, in Gemini rather, on a world point. Again, conflicting news, but news, you know, from here, news from there, news from the other. And we go, oh, that's interesting news, what that is coming along. Interesting, interesting stuff. So moon, sun in Gemini on the world point is ideas, opinions, perceptions of things and how things work. And so that sun in Gemini kind of pushes us forward and asks us to see things again in a new way. But now we're going to see it through the filter of love because Venus is in Taurus rather than war because Venus was in Aries. Now when she's a morning star, she's a warrior goddess. And you can see Venus, if you go over here to the ascendant, Venus will be rising before the sun. So she's a morning star until October. So we are going to have a feisty little summer. <laughs> but also... In her time as a morning star, the ancients knew she was a little more in the mood to take action. Now, she's in Taurus. This is great for ideas. You're not necessarily going to launch your business right now because Mercury is still retrograde. But you can certainly put in place ideas, things you want to move forward, things you want to change. Because now Venus is in Taurus, her favorite sign. Mars is in Aries, his favorite sign. Jupiter, Moon is in, Uran in Taurus, exalted next to Uranus. So this is a nice, juicy day for sending stuff out. Sun in Gemini for launching new ideas, for getting stuff out into the world. So as we look at it, and then last but not least, like I said, it's a really busy week this week. Mars and Jupiter have their conjunction, and they meet up, and they start a new two-year cycle. Now, the last time they met up, it was in Capricorn, right, when we had COVID back in 2020. So this is officially, from the perspective of the stars, this is the end of COVID in the form that we had it with the restrictions. So Mars-Jupiter says, you're free to go out. Hopefully you have some antibodies or a shot or something. It's not like COVID's going away, but we're expanding our ability to go off into the world and do things. So that Mars-Jupiter marks a kind of a heralding and really a sense of freedom from when Mars and Jupiter met up in Capricorn in, um, in 2020, 2020, where they were like, okay, we're going to restrict your stuff. Jupiter and Capricorn's its detriment. But now Mars and Jupiter are saying, okay, go forward. You can go forward. Go forward. And remember, Jupiter's starting a new 12-year cycle because he just went into Aries. Aries is the initiating energy. So this is a really good time. A lot of people sat around thinking about their lives and their purpose and all that stuff while we had COVID. This is an excellent time to go, all right, all right, I know what I want to do. I'm clear now. And Venus is in a happy sign. Mars is in a happy sign. Sun in Gemini is in a happy sign. 
Mercury will soon be in a happy sign and we're growing. We're growing, we're going, we're forward. Notice all the planets kind of clustered over here. They're working as a team, team spirit, forward we go, and this new two-year cycle begins. Okay, so that's kind of the big theme of the week. As you can see, it is a big week. So when we have weeks like this, we know we're running intense, we're running passionate, we're going to see a sea change in emotional energy when those planets shift out of Pisces into Aries and initiate when Venus leaves the warrior energy and she goes, you know, I'm tired of fighting. I want to be about love and growth and beauty. I want to still be active because I'm a morning star, but I'm not in the mood to just be so cranky anymore. So it's a really, we're hopefully, you know, I mean, we've had some hard times uh, and we still have Mercury retrograde, so we're still getting news we have to process. But we're also um, learning things that are going to help us be clear about where we're going. And, and remember, gentle, gentle. You know, you can still feel sad about the life you left behind for the new life. You can miss it. That's, you know, we're, we're human. We remember things. Just don't let it hold you back. Don't let it prevent you from giving your attention to the new life, for turning and looking at the new life and going, well, what would I like that to look like? Because the old life is done. It's finished. It's still in the memory banks. And the work and the achievement and the stuff you did is all part of it. But it's also saying, but you're finished here. You're ready for your next chapter. And it's good. It's a good thing. All right. So the moons this week, as I mentioned, we're in full to new. So we're going towards eclipse, uh, the, the new moon that we're going to have in Gemini next week. Uh, which takes place on, um, I'm going to get back to the right month. I'm in September for whatever reason. All right, here I am in May. Um, so we're having a new moon on Memorial Day in Gemini. So that'll be the new moon energy with next Monday. But today, the moon isn't, uh, last night, the t Sunday the 22nd, and today the moon's in Pisces. And it goes void tomorrow evening at 5.33 p.m. with a conjunction to Mars. And then right on the heels of it, the moon goes into Aries at 5.39. After it goes into Aries, we have the Mars shifting into Aries on Monday the night. Moon in Aries is Tuesday night, uh, the 25th, Wednesday, the 24th, 26th. It goes void at 11 p.m., and the moon in Aries goes void conjunct to Venus in Aries. So that's a positive yes. The goddesses of heavens and emotions and feelings are meeting up in a fiery placement in Aries, which is good. And then the moon goes into Taurus early Tuesday morning, or Friday morning rather, the 27th at 2.22 p.m. And it's in Taurus Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, it goes void at 11 a.m. 11 10 10 11 a.m. East Coast time with a trine to Pluto. While the moon is in Taurus, Venus enters Taurus. Right. So if we remember that that site, we see moons in Taurus, Venus enters Taurus. Moon's next to Uranus. So moon saying to Uranus, Venus is coming. She's made some plans. Get ready, because when Venus gets to Uranus, we have this whole new launch. And then Venus is in Taurus, as I mentioned. She is going to be in Taurus until June 23rd. 
Mars, of course, went into Aries on Tuesday night at 7.17 p.m. East Coast time, and he is going to be in Aries until July 5th. Um, so then Moon's in Taurus Saturday, nice day. Moon's in Taurus on, goes void on Sunday at 10.11 a.m. and goes into Gemini at 1.23 p.m. on Monday, Sunday the 29th. Memorial Day weekend, and then we have the new moon on Memorial Day, and then the moon goes void at 4.10 on Tuesday the 31st with a trine to Saturn. So we're seeing a very intense uh, change because of all the planets changing signs. And the good news is they're leaving signs they don't like to go into signs they do like. So you can, you're going to have a real shift. They're going to go, yeah, I'm, I'm clear. I know what I want. Yeah, I'm not feeling so sorry for myself or so sad or so emotional. I'm shifting into a new state of being. So we want to honor that shift and really value that this week is a huge shifting energy as we go towards that new moon in Gemini. And we, we honor the energy of it. And, of course, the new moon in Gemini is going to have the Pluto still is, Mercury is still going to be an orb of the Pluto trine, and it's still going to be forming the minor grand trine with Mars and Jupiter and with Neptune. So there's an opportunity for new ways of seeing things. In terms of Donald, happy birthday, Donald. The DB days, um, we are looking at, because he's a Taurus, um, the DB days this week are going to be uh, Tuesday, because Mars changes sign, he's at the anoretic degree of Pisces, so he's leaving the ocean and he's jumping onto the hot beach. Remember if you come out of the ocean and the sand is hot and you run quickly to your blanket, right? So Tuesday's hard. Tuesday the 24th is tough. The rest of the week is pretty easy because the planets all shift and then there's a lot of shifting energy on Sunday the 29th. So if we're going to go for the DB days, those would be the two I would go for. Tuesday the 24th, and the 29th, those are the Donald Blandford days. Remember, Donald works as a teacher, and he uh, likes to know when the students are going to be wild. So happy birthday, Donald. And also, uh, those are the DB days for you to work with. Um, and so uh, we also just are orbs today, you know, where the planets are moving. Um, as we mentioned, Mercury is in Gemini going back into Taurus, and Mercury goes back as far as 27 of Taurus. Venus is in Aries. She's at 22 Aries, and she gets into two Taurus, so she's shifting. Mars is at 28 Pisces. He gets into four Aries. Um, Jupiter is moving slow, not doing a whole heck of a lot, but, you know, making some decisions about relationships. Um, Neptune is looking to a new plan from Athena. Um, Athena says, this is the plan, and Neptune's like, I, I don't know if that's my plan. So, you know, have a conversation about your plans because they're going to be shifting. Remember, Mercury's retrograde. The other thing to remember about Mercury retrograde is whatever you talk about on this doesn't necessarily going to happen because retrogrades are like it's reversing. So if you're like, okay, we're getting a divorce, the plans are going to go direct. They're going to go, well, maybe we're not getting a divorce. It's like honoring the shifting energy of the two of them. And then uh, we also have, of course, Vesta shifting into Pisces. So that's the energy of the week. It'll be a wild one. Hopefully you're prepared for it and ready to go. And I know I didn't show you my face <laughs> this whole podcast because my camera is not working. So yesterday my computer crashed a couple times and... Um, 
my printer wasn't working and today my camera's not working. So and I'm just I deal with it as I get to it. I'm I'm not I'm not taking offense that everything's on strike. I'm just honoring that my camera doesn't want to work. Yesterday the printer didn't want to work and the day before the computer kept crashing, so mazel tov to the whole group of them. May they be blessed. I hope they want to continue working for me, but if they're going to quit, good to know. These are great opportunities to move forward. Um, so when we're looking, uh, we do have the Pluto Return of the United States of America available on my website to buy. We also have the Neptune-Jupiter conjunction, which is starting the new uh, 13-year cycle. And remember, it's getting very triggered right now because Mars is triggering that Neptune thing. So it's saying to you, what was your dream in April? Let's get it moving. And then last but not least, sign up for Cupful of Stars. Every day I record a 6 to 10 minute audio. Lately I've been a little more long-winded, so they've been more to the 10. And you get a list of timed aspects sent directly to you. And you can sign up at patreon.com and ortley. And it's $17 a month, and you and I hang out every morning. You get a little thing mailed to you, usually midnight East Coast time, uh, to say, hi, good morning, good morning, good morning, welcome to the day. And we talk about what the energy of the day is. So it helps you break out the weekly report. And that's it. I hope you have a terrific week and um, that life is good for you and that you really take that moment to enjoy the last bits of Pisces, the last shifts and changes. Because I can tell you with all these planets and their favorite signs, they are going to put you to work. <laughs> and you're going to be like, I, like, I have to work now? Because they're all going, yeah, come on, I got plans. I got plans for you. So have a great week. Take care and uh, big hugs. Bye.